0: Just wait on him for a moment Will you just wait on him My soul waits quietly on the Lord Amen Will you just wait quietly on him Silently before him In your heart Let him position you In his life Lord we wait upon you right now We wait upon the Lord. Those that wait upon you, twisted to be one with you. Renew their strength. We wait upon you right now. Would you just throw your hands up to Him and express your heart? Say, Lord, I'm waiting on you right now. I'm waiting on you right now. I'm waiting for you to speak into me. I'm waiting on you right now to begin to speak into me. To begin to speak into my life. I'm waiting for you right now. I'm waiting on you to speak into me. I'm quieting my soul. I'm quieting my soul. I had a young man call me and said, I got a way to be quiet before the Lord. I went by myself. I went into the wilderness. It seems like God speaks to me in the wilderness. I said, you better believe He does. And as you're waiting on Him, if you have a hard time, you got to hear surround yourself with the voice of many instead of the voice of Him, one. Ask Him. Begin to change that in my life. I don't need all this crazy activity. I don't need many people around me. I just need the voice of one. The one, the one, the voice of Jesus Christ, that one. I don't need props. I can live in the wilderness. I can live in a prison because he's with me. Amen? 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 Some of you, let that change happen in your life. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalms 23 says. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. That psalm is deep. It's way deeper than that Hallmark card that we wrote it on. He said that there's progression of the word in that Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lay down when I'm brand new, when I'm little. He feeds me really good with the milk of the word, amen. amen. Put that up for me, Tom. what's would Psalms twenty three? We're gonna go through it. I'm gonna work with God on it. And you just keep your eyes closed and let him minister to you. Get rid of the voice of many. Get into the voice of one. That young man was right. God does speak to people in the wilderness. He does speak to God, people in prisons. That's where he speaks. That's where people listen. John on the Isle of Patamos, the darkest prison, was the brightest revelation of Jesus that he ever had. Say, God, speak to me. We've been talking about the Word of God. Amen? We'll work with His presence right now. We'll stop when He stops. We'll break open the Word and teach, but we'll minister His heart right now. Amen? Out of the heart of the Father, the Word of God came. God's love towards us. There's a love word for you right now. God's drawing you right now. Just respond to Him. Wherever you've been empty, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, say, God, begin to fill that spot in my life right now. I need you. I can't keep doing the status quo thing. I need you in a real thing. I need you in that area of my life. I need you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Verse 2. Progression verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Green speaks of health and vitality and nourishment. Say he's my nourisher. Jesus Christ, the word of God, nourishes me. He's gonna speak to me today. He's gonna put his word in my heart today. He's gonna break open that logos and make it a rhema today. Amen. He's beginning to speak in my heart and begin to shape my life. He's gonna satisfy my heart with good things. That's what he does. That's why you came to him. That's why I came to him. I was unsatisfied, frustrated, and said, God, is this all there is to life? Nine to five with a bunch of drunks cheating on wives? Is this it? And God calls you and says, There's much more, much more. There's much more. I'm going to satisfy you with some good things. And when you get to that place, you call out and he transforms your life. From an evil man to a God man That's transformation, amen He makes you lie down in green Moist, healthy When you're a baby, that word of God comes to you And you eat and you're fed Besides still water Say still waters Next phase of your growth In that word of God unfolding in your life Verse 3 Verse 3 And he restores Then he begins to restore my soul and that's where some of you are right now. Some of you are brand new babies. You just got born again. You just received Jesus. And He's making you lie down in some healthy places, in some green pastures, so you can be nourished, drink the pure milk and grow, be fulfilled and satisfied in God. Amen? Amen. That first verse is all about us. He loves us, and He does that for us. The next verse, it starts to become about Him. And some of us transition to that next that he restores my soul and leads me in the paths of righteousness, say paths of righteousness not for my sake but what does it say for his name's sake, things are changing in your life you're not just a baby lamb that has to come and say come eat little lamb I remember a woman of God, Gloria Shankle said she taught out of that, she said here little sheep come here little sheep, come lay down little sheep when you're a baby that happens, enjoy your childhood but there's something that changes to the next level he says he's gonna restore our souls Say, restore our souls because we were broken people I don't know about you I was broken amen he's gonna restore your soul he saved you in spirit but he's gonna restore your soul say your soul, so the way you think the way you behave the temperament of your daddy's daddy he's gonna change that and restore that in your life so it's fashioned into his image and likeness That's the normal Christian life And he restores my soul Say he's restoring my soul He's cleaning me He's washing me He's getting things out of me That are not like him He's restoring my soul And leading me Say leading me That word different Leading is very different They come here little sheep It's like this Come follow me Some of you need that today You got to come out of that little sheep pen And come to that leading Come follow me No matter what come follow me whatever it takes come follow me. Amen Leads me in the path of righteousness a righteousness for his name's sake Righteousness God needs righteous men and women in the earth Amen people with integrity people with strength with fortitude Righteous men change things change people change cities Abraham I'm praying and interceding, God, if there's just 10 righteous men, he said, there's not that many. Amen? Put your hand over your heart. Say, God, I'm awakened to righteousness. It's time for me to be a righteous man, a righteous woman. Work righteousness in me. It's worked in secret. When you're tempted in secret, that's where, and you turn away from that, that's when righteousness enters your life. When all those guys at work are telling dirty jokes and you stand up and walk away Or you stand and look them right in the eye and say it's not funny for me Righteousness begins to grow in your life Fortitude, Christ-likeness Righteousness, say righteousness When you're in secret and God gives you money and you handle that money and you don't cheat anyone Though you could You believe that the eyes of the Lord are to and fro Always watching. So you do things righteously. You do things uprightly. And then what happens? Righteousness enters you on another level. Say another level. Righteousness happens, Paul says, in 1 Corinthians 6. When your brother deals unrighteously with you. And you turn the cheek and say, I can endure this thing for righteousness' sake. Say righteousness. Righteousness makes you the man you're supposed to be. Amen, it's not just a position only in Christ It's not only a gift that you received it should be developed and become fruitful in Say, I'm a righteous man I'm a righteous woman Christ the righteousness, amen He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake Next verse So you've got that baby, you're feeding, right? You're feeding, you're eating You've got the next place that you begin to get dealings like some of these young guys are calling me i'm getting dealings god's not tolerating this in my life he's not permitting this in my life and i and i say stick with it it doesn't seem fun right now but it's going to bear some fruit in your life and they do and they go they're still gracing it craig man i'm liking it they're still gracing it i say that a boy that you're willing to do that you're willing to allow that in your life huh and yay next next level you walk with that word of god that progresses You're going to walk. He says, Yea, though I walk through. Say through. These aren't pleasantries here. When you're God's son and God's daughter, you're going to walk through some things. Yeah, you're going to eat in some fields. You're going to get your soul restored. But you're going to walk. Say walk. Through the valley. Say the valley. Of the shadow of death. Tell your neighbor, valleys aren't fun. Shadows are not fun. Death definitely isn't fun. And Yea, though I walk through the valley. Say valley. Of the shadow of death I will fear no evil why am I supposed to focus on the valley the more I focus on the valley the longer it gets the long I longer I stay under that shadow of darkness and death what am I supposed to focus on if you're in that place in this church I'll fear no evil for you are with me say you're with me I'm gonna focus on how God's presence is with me in the valley, in the shadow of death. I'm gonna focus on his now presence in that situation. That's what he's telling us to do in that psalm. Don't don't tell your name, oh, well, I'm in the valley, I'm in the death. Forget about it. Focus on the presence of God that He's revealing in that. Like that young man said to me, I hear God in the wilderness. Yeah, the wilderness is made to hear some things, prisons are made to hear some things. Amen. See, I'm not. He's, he's scaring me, man. I want just to eat some cotton candy, Craig, and tell me how great I am. This is the way. Show me your way. Did you not sing it? Whatever it takes. Did you not sing it? What did it mean to you? Show me your way. I'm going to always get my way. I know it's not. Because there's a way. Show me your way. This is the way of God, and it's a beautiful thing. You are with me. Say you're with me. You'll never leave me. You can be seated. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. I didn't plan to do all this song so I'll finish it because we're calling on God <laughs> show us your way Do we really mean it? Yeah, huh? do we really mean it? Tell your neighbor you mean it Because you're gonna be snared by the words of your mouth. You got to know that I remember I'll never forget that I didn't know the principle when I was uh, in, I don't know how old I was in a parking lot with a bunch of guys And I remember the, that thing in my heart. I wasn't even born again saying out of my heart uttering I got to get right with God. This is enough I didn't even know what that meant I begin to echo that. I begin to make that statement. And when you say something from meaning, God takes you up on that something. You're snared. Tell your neighbor you're snared by the words of your mouth. When you begin to say that, though I didn't know what that meant, what it really meant to me on that day, uh, 32 years ago, standing in that parking lot, what it really meant to me is I don't want to live life like this anymore. I can't do it. I can't. I remember I didn't know what that meant. Get right with God. But when I said that, I I can't live life like this anymore. It's got to be more. It's too empty, it's too nothing, and there's nothing of a high calling in it, no purpose, it's empty and selfish, I can't live like this. That's what I meant when I said i got to get right with God. I'm unfulfilled as a human being, I'm empty and I have to have God. So I was snared with those words on that parking lot. Those words projected me and propelled me to encounter God, amen? I'm showing you a principle, because you're a speaking church, say a speaking church, we don't serve dumb idols that are silent. So we're not dumb and silent, Paul said. Amen. We speak. Say we speak. Amen. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. How is he with you? I don't, I, I'm learning more and more. The harder the resistance, the greater the depth of God's working in our hearts. That's what I told that young man as well. Paul the apostle in Galatians 6 he would sit there and argue with religious people till he gets tired. And he goes, listen, man, do I not bear the stripes? Look at my wounds. End of story. Been somewhere with God. It's going to happen in your life. Say, it's happening in my life. Where you become a man of valor, a woman of valor. It's not cheap. Say, it's not cheap. I had somebody send me something on exercise. It was a, a, a Navy SEAL guy, and he, and he was angry. And he said, there's so many people right now saying they're Navy SEALs. Because of the fame. They go, why are they doing it? Because when you put that on a resume on a job, you go to the top of the line. They're, why? Because there's honor in that. Whatever they went through. Say, whatever they went through. And this man, who was out of San Francisco News. This guy lied about it. He got caught. These guys called him on it. The news pursued him. And they say, why, why are you, you real seals so angry? They said, because we paid a price. We're men of valor. What he's doing is stolen valor. Are you listening to me? Say, I belong to Christ. I'm no pretender. I can't have stolen valor. I want the honor of God. That's why you live. For His honor. Amen? Amen? Amen. But you're going to walk with Him. Say, I'm going to walk with Him. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Say, you're with me. You'll never leave me. Never forsake me. You're with me. I don't care where you are and what situation. You're going to find this out in a real way, an experiential way, that God's with you. And I want to thank you once again for the saints in this house praying for Anna's life and my life. I want to thank you that those prayers are are availing things. You may not feel it. You may feel like cotton and dry dust come out of your mouth when you come to this altar. But we're reaping that when we're in the cancer center. I'm reaping that. The words that you're speaking are creative words. Say creative words. God says in Hebrews chapter one, I'm going to finish this and help me remember one of you guys. Hebrews one. I want to finish that while I'm thanking the people here. Through the, uh, I know God's with me. Your rod. Say your rod. I love that part because that word rod means your club. It's hammer time. (laughs) It's hammer time. All this stuff you get. You know what I mean? It's time to hammer your enemy. Get that club. Your club. Give me that club, God. I want to club some things down. That rod is a club. And your staff, they comfort me. That rod's against my enemy. That staff he uses to comfort, feed, nourish me. Still, in the midst of. Say, in the midst of. I may not be eating baby food, but he's going to feed me over here. Go to the next verse. You prepare a table before me. Isn't he talking about eating again? (laughs) The <laughs> God don't have an eating problem tell tell your neighbor God don't have an eating problem It speaks of nourishment It speaks of strength He said I fed you when you were in the beginning here And I'm going to keep feeding you when you're going through valleys and shadows of darkness I'm going to keep feeding you and I'm going to prepare a table before you and you're going to get nourished in the presence Of mine enemies See I'm still getting fed More depth more weight more light More reality of Christ in my heart. He prepares a table before me in the midst of my enemies. You anoint, not only that, but he'll anoint my head. Say my head. With oil. Say anoint my head with oil. Whatever you're going through. That's fresh oil. Oil has viscosity. It has energy. He anoints you with divine energy every time you're before your enemies. Say I'm not without. Amen. Let's go on. Surely goodness, say surely goodness and mercy Shall 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 follow me all the days of my life look behind you and say goodness is coming Mercy's coming. It's following me. I can't shake it. I can't juke it. Here comes mercy It's always going to be behind. It's going to be following you till it overtakes you That's God's reality. Amen? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell, say I will dwell, in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? Yeah, say I'm the house of God. This is the corporate house of God. Yeah, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Amen? He's in you. He's in you, and He's in me. But Revelation says He's in the midst of the church, not just through us. He's in the midst of the church. I know you tilted on that one. It's all right. Read it. It's in your Bible. It's in your Word of God. So why in the world would I want to miss the assembling of God? I didn't say the assembly of God. Don't shout me down. I said the assembling of God. (laughs) Why would I want to miss that? You guys don't know. I'm pumped. I'm in this house. I can't wait. I'm here. I can't wait to assemble with the corporate Christ. Because there's high-level gifts in the corporate Christ. There's high-level presence in the corporate Christ. There's high-level men and women in the corporate Christ. i got to get in. I don't know what your Monday through Friday were. But I don't live by bread alone. I'm living by the every word. I'm living for a logos from God, a rhema from God. And I don't despise prophetic utterance. Amen? See, I'm living. I'm not just existing. I don't know how to say it any other way. I get a lot of different people that write... And they're so, some of them are, they're not saved, and some of the things that they, they send, uh, that are right, they're not saved people, and they're looking for things in all the wrong places. I'm not, I'm not going to sing that country song. That's your guy's thing. Looking for love in all the, I, I could do it. How you do that scoot? Da, 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 show me how that boot scooting thing goes. I didn't learn that. In, I didn't learn that in California. You know how to do that too? No, I mean, either. I don't know how to do that. Try it. A little stutter step thing. They slide. Come on. Just do it once for us all. Right across the floor. Come on. I got to see it. Come on. One time. I'm almost done. You said preach fast. Be done. Just scoot it, will you? Come on. Unbelievable. There's dancing in the house of God. I'll put that. <laughs> I said there's dancing in the house of God. <laughs> Golly. Couldn't ever believe Jimmy Heath got shy. I wanted to see it, didn't you? How many of you want to see it? <laughs> just a little. Can you can you even hum something? Looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> oh, well. I'll stop it. You're not. I refuse to participate. She's ready. She was straightening her bracelet out. She's like, come on, man. Come on, my man. <laughs> she'll, she said she'll drop her hat just to dance. <laughs> I went to Medlin. I don't know where I went. <laughs> I don't have a clue where I went. Hebrews 1? Huh? Yeah, thank you, Tom. Hebrews 1. Thank you, saints of God. It's a real thing. It's an important thing. The prayers of the saints are a big deal. You know, you may not like it. I've realized this. Everything. The, the thing that I fear the most in my life is not devils and superstition and witchcraft, I fear my own carnal soul. I learned it when I got when I got saved to get saved, how my carnal soul says, I don't want to do this. I learned when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit that my carnal soul said, this is stupid, ridiculous, don't do it. I learned that when he said, when the Lord led me to his church, his church, say his church, not Romper Room, his church, to grow up, my carnal soul sometimes say, I don't like it. So I feared my carnality more than I do devils and all that stuff. Are you listening to me? You should too. Because your carnal soul is the biggest block and entity and enemy with God. And God's going to renew it. Say, thank God. He'll renew that carnal man. He'll renew that stubbornness. He'll renew that independence. He'll renew that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let a child lead him. Huh? Shout out. I like that stuff. It feeds me, kid. Let's go to verse three. And then I'm gonna, I'm thinking I'm gonna, I didn't, I'm just gonna do this. I didn't, I had something planned in first Peter I was gonna finish last week. I guess it don't work that way. It's Judah's fault. Cause they bring that different presence, right? And then you gotta follow God, right? Don't you have to follow Him? Right? You, do, you just go, you know, you don't go with what plan is, plan A. You just follow that presence. You follow His temperament. If He wants to bless, if He wants to convict, whatever He wants to do, He's the head of the church. Amen. And we represent, Amen. So I want to thank the saints, and I'm going to go to Acts chapter 12, because I'll forget if I don't. See, I'm not, I am not—I don't want to miss God. Wherever He's at, He's in me, He's in my neighbor. If they're born again, He's in His corporate assembly. That's what I was telling you. And I come for that, to get washed in His presence, the strength of His presence. Amen? Don't you? Tell your neighbor, I come to get washed by God's presence. I come to get washed by His words. I'm here to encounter Jesus. I'm not playing a game. You want me to go to Acts 12? No, I'll go to Acts 12. You go to uh, this one. Let's read it together. He is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light-bearing being, the outraying of radiance of the divine. And he is the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature. Upholding, say upholding, upholding. and maintaining, upholding. and guiding, And propelling the universe by His, by His, by His. When you look at the Word of God, when we begin to speak it, God illustrated it for us. In the beginning, God said, let there be. Say, let there be. be. But He said, say, He said. He said, said, let there be. He created something. Did He not create? Say, the Word has the ability to create. Not only that, but once that word, through the saints, I'm applying it to you. Once you create and you're praying, say you're praying for uh, Anna, you're praying for myself, you're praying, maybe we're in a prison, maybe we're in a hot place, and you're moved to pray, which means you're going to say something. Say you're going to say something. And as we're training, you're going to say the word of God. Amen? When I first used to come out of East Texas, going in different places, people say, how do you guys pray? Why is it always the word? Why is it always the word? Why is it always the word? Because that's how you pray. To make a confession means to say the same thing as God, as his word. So, of course, we got to learn the word to pray the word. Amen? And God's visiting us here for the last months to train us in his words, to live by every word of God that proceeds out of the mouth of God, to live by the Logos, you know what the logos means look in your strongs the logos means the embodied idea of God Tell your neighbor the logos means the embodied idea of God You could say the logos means the thought of God manifest That's who Jesus is, right? You want to know what's in his mind look through the gospel I want to know the mind of God Jeremiah said You don't know the thoughts that I think towards you They're of good and not of evil. They're of an expected end. Those are the thoughts of God. Jeremiah said the thoughts of God Jesus is the divine thought of the father The embodied idea and thought of God you want to know what's on his mind Look at jesus What's on his mind was healing sick people. What's on his mind was forgiving people in bondage, in adultery, involved in pornography. Are you listening to me? That's the mind of God. Who has known his mind and his ways? If you've seen Jesus, you know it. Amen? Amen. Say, the logos. The logos. the The embodied thought, idea of God, the Logos, so he has a, we, we're talking about a creating word here in Hebrews, and God, it says he, he spoke and created, but not only does he create, and when you're praying, the saints are praying, I'm just using me as an example, because my, 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 it feels like a hot place, but the saints are praying, and what happens to my life through, through your prayers, there's an upholding, say an upholding. There's a creating word from God, but there's an upholding and a protecting word in that word. And as you're praying for the saints, they become recipients of that upholding. I don't know why. I had, you know, some people write me and say, you know, I think it's going to be hard for you this day or that day. And and I don't even listen. I just say, I'm having a great day because the saints are praying and I'm upheld. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking reality. That's reality. Anna said, "I don't have any pain um, where my tu- that tube was in." She said, "Somebody's praying." She's not a religious religious lady. Amen. I almost said chick. If she's not here. She would hit me for that. <laughs> she's not a religious chick. She's not a religious lady. She meant it. She got up and said, "My my side. I don't I don't have any pain." Somebody's praying, and some, I hope, hope more are praying. <laughs> I got people praying here. The saints here. There's uh, people praying in California, New York. There's people praying. Amen. Amen. That's what we're supposed to do. That's part of the call of the church. That's your call. Tell your neighbor. That's my calling. It's part of the prayer for the saints, not just for myself. Do you know when, when Paul told us in Ephesians 6, put on the whole armor of God, you read it in your Bible. He says, put it on. You know, he tells us how to apply it through prayer. He says, you put on that armor through prayer, through speaking. They say through speaking. He said, you put on that armor, I think it's 618 around there before then, you put on that whole armor of God through your prayers, through you speaking, you're applying that armor. And you're putting it on, not just for yourself, so you might pray, pray, say pray, with all manner, say all manner of prayer, against all manner of evil. All manner of prayer that you might pray for the saints, always, say always. Persevering prayer, say persevering prayer. Standing prayer. I want you to take this right because I don't want to have Jimmy repeat and erase it, but I want you to get I believe in communication. I'm trying to do my best. Help me God I had a relative call me and say Craig. How are you doing? That's a, say that's normal People care about me, right? They care about you. So they go. How, how are you doing? But I told them we're not gonna do this every day and listen, you can ask me listen You can ask me how I'm doing. Look, I'm not gonna bite I'm just telling you how I'm living Not how I'm doing because when they're asking me and I I, listen, I don't want to be a stickler for it I don't want you to stop asking. Hey, ask me anytime you want But I want you to know my concept. So hopefully it'll become yours when you're in a firefight That's how you live because if I ask how and not just do I'm gonna sink We never ask how and how you how you feeling I see her bent over a certain way. I know how she's feeling But how are we gonna be doing? I got to get up. I can't refer to my feelings if I lay on my feelings, what's that that not Psalm X, that, that depression mute thing, that blanket comes over you and follows you everywhere you go? If I go, how are you doing? I just I'll be under that blanket. Well, this is how I'm doing. I'm feeling I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling that way. Hey, I know we have feelings, but I just don't refer to them. You can't. It's not about how, it's about doing. Tell your neighbor. It's not just about how I must be doing. I must be doing my father's will. I must be doing that. So are you with me here? So you can say, t- tell me right now. You, you can ask me any day how I'm doing. I'm not crazy. I, I'm telling you, you can ask me how I'm doing. I'm good with that. But I'm just telling you, inside my eternals, I don't refer to how. I just do. And God meets you in the do. And God meets you in the go. Amen? That's how you live. So sometime in your life, when it's feeling a certain way, and, and how means how are you feeling versus what you know God's inspiring you for doing. Listen, Philippians 2.13. It's God all the while. At work in me. Say it's God. All the while at work in me. Creating both the will and the do. So I depend on God and so do you. Just like I told Josh the other day, you know, whatever goes on in your feelings doesn't matter. You're going to learn that there's an eternal Christ that lives in you. And you could feel down one day, but that life will begin to rise in you. It's called the mystery of buoyancy. It's called the divine seed. Planted in the ground called Christ that's going to spring up no matter how far you go down No matter how dark the soil that you're in no matter how much dirt Somebody throws over you that divine nature and that divine seed called Christ in you is going to spring on up That's God's reality If you've been anywhere with him for a while, you know that it's not I say not I but Christ you're going to know that You're going to know that it's not all my faithfulness. It's not all my uh, uh, my discipline. It's not all my anything. It's him that lives forever in me and you. Amen? Amen. So when it's planted in the ground, it's going to spring up. It's got a resurrected nature. So don't panic. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to your feelings. Listen to the eternal one. Amen? Amen? You're going to experience it. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to experience it. Say it by faith if you haven't yet. You will, and that's when you learn the presence of God never leaves you or forsakes you Even if I'm not faithful, he's still faithful That's sovereignty Sovereignty in God He said, you're kept, First Peter 1, 5, by the power of God Kept, that's sovereignty I got your back, I'm with you And you go, no, 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 God, I'm doing it all, I got to do this Because I got to have faith, I got to have faith He goes, yeah, and when your faith starts to wane He said, I still got you Amen. Kept by the power of God Your prayers are very much. The keeping, the upholding word of God. I'm not sinking. Anna's not sinking. We're going to the other side. Are you listening to me? Because of God, say God. Because of the prayers of the saints, we're going on over. Jesus said, let us go over to the other side. Let's go through this thing. Let's not die in it. Are you listening to me? Upholding and maintaining and guiding. Propelling the universe, you know. I looked it up, and scientists, you ask them, how is Earth set and just hanging there? How is Earth just set and suspended there? They all, they, not they all. I read one. They don't have an answer. They say, I don't know, but it's divinely, and not divinely, it's in sync with everything. It's suspended. Well, who's it suspended by? We, we can't even figure it out. Just look at the heavens one time, and why is this thing just placed there, suspended? This word of God says he created it and he kept it there. Until he's done with it and he takes the whole universe as his inheritance. Bigger than, bigger than that little Jesus, huh? That's what's happening. You know, people look, now they look at me. I, I, that's why I know I went a little too far because people look at you like this. You know, They go like this. Like they, their eyes get big and they go, I feel it, but wow. Wow. <laughs> can he be just that little Jesus, that little Jewish guy? <laughs> no, he's that guy. Remember that song with your little kids? He got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole world. Remember that? He does. I gave you like some hits today. Then I gave you some country western. I'm about to rap in a second. <laughs> you going to flow with me? Come on. Come on. Come on, let's go gangsta. <laughs> Upholding and maintaining, guiding and propelling the universe by the mighty word. Say the mighty word, of power. mighty word of power. That's Jesus. And he gave us these principles. And he said, I want you to do these things in your sphere, in your realm, right? In your universe, so to speak. And when he had, by offering himself, accomplished our cleansing of sin. Say cleansing of sins. And riddance of guilt. I'm stopping right there because somebody needs to hear that. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not planning any of it. You need to hear that. Listen. Cleansing of sins. Riddance of guilt. Say that with me. Cleansing of sins. Riddance of guilt. Didn't I tell you last week we got a greater covenant? A greater word of God? A, a bigger word of God, so to speak? And everybody wants to hold on to that little Old Testament one. In Genesis, I told you, just look at it. That snake in the garden was a serpent. By the time he got to Revelation, he's a dragon. Are you listening to me? This word of God is progressing. We got a greater promise, a greater covenant. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when he says that, the writer says that, he's saying, in Psalms, you're always having to have a a priest come up and sacrifice and sacrifice for your sins and, uh, how do you say, pardon or cover them. The greater covenant, I washed them away. They're gone. Solid gone. Say solid gone. And so is that old man. Anything you did in that body with someone or against someone, when you were baptized, he was buried, and Pharaoh's not following anymore. Hear what I'm saying? Read it with me. Some of you got to get it. He washed, he said that word cleansing means washed. Say washed. I'm washed. Say I'm washed. I'm washed. Not just covered from my sins. I'm washed of sins. And I have no guilt. I'm guilt free. The only guilt you have is what you're carrying because you're allowing Satan to lie to you. Guilt is the divider of your heart. It's the one that chokes the word of God in you. Get rid of your guilt. Let it go. Say I'm washed. He remembers it no more. As far as god's concerned your past doesn't exist only the memory remains that's the reality of the new creation you know maybe it's easier when you live it 32 something years and that becomes more and more real to you but what a delight to have the sense of that reality amen, amen. that that old guy's dead i don't identify with him though other people will try to remind you that's who you were Say he's buried he's, buried. he's dead, he's dead. I'm, living in a new I'm living in a new creation He said in christ say in christ, in christ. There's no condemnation There's the riddance of guilt totally I'm, I'm working with like three young guys And they, they're they're hard after god But they keep they, they listen Romans 8 i'll go to it another day There's no condemnation in christ right What condemnation is he referring to in romans 8? It's not the same one in Romans 3 where you're condemned under the wrath of God because in 4 he said you received it by faith. In 5 he said you have peace with God. It's not that condemnation. You're not under judgment. Tell your neighbor I'm not under God's judgment. So what's the one in Romans 8? There's no condemnation now in Christ Jesus. It's back to Romans 7 when every time you try to keep the law, self-imposed law, things you put on as law, every time you go into that, every time you touch that other husband, the divine order changes. And he said, That's what's messing you up. That's the condemnation you live in. When people always tell me, I'm not doing enough. I didn't pray enough. I didn't say enough. I didn't read enough. I don't read. You're going right back to the law. Say again. Self-imposed. Self-law. I don't care if it's Moses' law or self-law. When you hear yourself saying that, and I will, God, I will double up my effort next time. Guess what you're under? The law. And there's a curse under the law. And Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And I try to tell people, when you get new people, they, they start out being born again, then they get ridiculous and trying to keep days and holidays and Sabbaths and new moons. And, and Paul says in Galatians, you're foolish. That thing is over with. It couldn't do anything. It was just to expose that you couldn't. Christ came. You're in Him. Live by life. No condemnation. Now live by His life, right? The law of the Spirit of life. Stay in the tree. Stay in that life. I'll go there another day. But people need to hear that. Romans 8 reality. It's not the condemnation, the judgment of God. It's self-imposed law. Laws that you put on yourselves. Yokes that you put on your own mind. So anytime you catch yourself going, I didn't do enough. I will. Guess what? You're putting yourself right back under that law. And it ain't going to be fun. I tell people, please come out of the law. Because if you don't, one of the curses of the law is just crazy insanity. I've seen it happen. People could never do enough, sacrifice enough, try enough, do enough. They do it all by their own efforts until they're, they're bonkers. Their eyes are just going. And then finally they go, I can't keep the law. I go back to life with Jesus. Amen? Amen? I'll do that on another day. I think it's important. I'm going to do it with some of these guys, but I think it's important for the body of Christ at large. I've, I've self-afflicted myself in these 32 years way more than I should I ever have ever had. Amen? All right. So let's go to, let's, let's finish this up and, and I'll do it real quick. Say so I want to thank, I want, I'm thanking again because everywhere I see the Lord, right? I'm, I see him in people. I see, I, I see, he talks to you in dreams. God will talk to you in dreams. He'll talk to you through people. He'll talk to you through your dad. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> huh? <laughs> He'll talk to you. He'll talk to you through roosters. Huh? I see stuff in animals. God speaks to you. He'll talk to you. Amen? So look around and listen. If, he's, if, if a guy's just speaking, then let it go off your back like water off a duck's back. But listen for the Lord in it. Even David knew that when a man mad came up to him, and his, his, uh, his, other fo- his uh, men were saying, we'll kill that guy for, for saying this to you. He goes, no, oh, no, no, wait a second. Let me see if God's saying anything through this crazy guy. That's a scripture. It really is. don't ask me where it's at samuels i don't know chronicles so i'm going to thank you for your prayers and i and and, uh, let's let's just somebody go to ephesians uh, chapter 6 verse 18 don't go there tom because i know it'll take you a long time oh okay he said man you're bossy craig don't do this and do that don't tell me what to do i can play with that computer how i want Pray at all times. Say, pray at all times. Tell your neighbor, I'm I'm prayer. I'm made to pray. Tell your neighbor, I'm made to worship. I'm made to live by the life of God. I've been given the greatest book to read in all history. That scripture says God inspired. That's the only book on earth that's God inspired. I know people that try to read Buddhism and Hinduism and ism, ism, isms, (laughs) whatever the isms. Trying to reach a spiritual plateau when God gave you this word of God and it houses the life of God and, and if we give heed to it, we have the wisdom of God say the wisdom of God One of the words for wisdom is to that means we have unusual success In that word say in that word. Amen Pray at all times on every occasion Say at all times On every occasion in every season. I think that about covers right everything right? <laughs> it says pray in the spirit say in the spirit, in the spirit. with all manner of prayer and entreaty so that the end you keep alert you watch with strong purpose and perseverance what's next interceding in behalf of all the saints right so what's that armor for my name is jimmy and i want all you can give me just the name i picked it doesn't mean you, so don't take things so personal. <laughs> or is it to put on the armor for an endeavor that some saints just don't die when they're cast into a prison house? Huh? I want to say thank you for those of you that are praying like that. I want to say thank you again. Those who, I had this neatest thing happen the other day. You say it's carnal, but I, I see God in it. I was thinking I had to go home and do some stuff, and, and i don 't think I' put anything out of the defrosting to cook, and boy, am I might be becoming the cook i 'm going to have to have you sample my things you're going to say, open a restaurant salmon i 'm getting salmon down different ways. huh? I forgot what I was going to say. Got the meddling again. What was I saying? somebody help me? I can't stop the voices. <laughs> I know what it sounds like to you, but it sounds like to me, it's like, <laughs> and I listened to this one more because it was smiling. <laughs> so by that alone, I went like. <laughs> yeah, that's thank you. So, I, and I was thinking, I didn't throw anything out today. What was I thinking? Man, I was thinking, and I was thinking about Jeanette. And I said, man, she told me about those wings. Right. And I was I told Anna, she's telling me about those wings. I'm almost tempted to call her. Ding dong. There's wings. I wanted to get her cheek and just go, that a girl, <laughs> that a girl. I mean, you know what I mean? I, you think it's a small thing. I, I had a little desire. I got your back. Hey, kid, would you go get him those wings? Ding dong. I'm thinking it, I know it's going to get out there. But when you go into heaven, things aren't going to move by communication. It's going to move by thought. I know. I, I did that for you. I got over here, I felt sci fi <laughs> Did you feel that? I gave him a piece of broken equipment. I'm meddling. You're going to go eat in a second, so hear me out. <laughs> I gave him a broken machine that I had. I bought a new one. It couldn't start. And I said, I can't get it to start. I can't start it. So he goes, hey, I can bypass the switch. Let me try something. And he said, it, went, it worked for me. But then again, I have an electrical touch. I said, I know. You're that guy in X-Men, that brain thing, like moving electric stuff. It worked for him. I don't know if it's going to work for me yet. I haven't tried it. If it doesn't work for me, you have it. Every time he, like, he sits in his front room on that chair, mm, moving things around. <laughs> Here, Jimmy, here's a fork. Mm. <laughs> That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Say a merry heart. Does good. Like a medicine. Like a medicine. Is a merry heart. Huh? Do you know scientifically, just when you smile... That, that, that's hard for me because I'm always serious. When you smile, it releases like these things in your brain. Say it's healthy. Turn around look at your neighbor say it like this. Don't ugly mug him. Smile. <laughs> smile, gangsta. <laughs> you got to smile. Huh? Now I'm going to finish this up like I said. Fifteen minutes. People say, I'm hungry, Craig. There's steak out there. Let's just finish that. Praying, okay, on behalf of the consecrated Saints, let's go at one more verse. 19. 19. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was totally wrong. I said one up. I don't know up from down. When I go to the elevator, I think the arrow means call for it. (laughs) (laughs) I do. When people go in the elevator, every time. You think I'd learn arrow means up. I think I'm calling for it. Come up elevator. Come to me. They go, no, 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 Craig. You're pushing the wrong one. I said, it makes sense. When you set a thermostat, don't you set it for where you want it to go? Don't you? I set, my, I set it at 60 whatever. I wanted to go there. So I'm figuring the elevator means come up and, and serve me. <laughs> but they tell me as, as I miss it, and it goes ding, going down. What do you mean down? I'm calling for it to come up. I'm going to get it one day. <laughs> yeah, because you think that. You think that way. Uh, you don't. I know you don't. I know. But it makes sense, doesn't it? I think if I designed the elevator, I'd do it all over I mean, because look, because you set set that program, 68, what do you want? You're asking it to do what you want. That's more kingdom than anything. You're calling things which be not. When you want something done, Jesus said, say what you desire. Elevator, come up. (laughs) I'm more scriptural than all you all. Fact. (laughs) That's a fact. There was some guy, some sinner guy made those elevators. He didn't know. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ever going to get this back off the ground. Let's read it together. I'm going to read to you in 12. Prayers of the saints. Say that your prayers avail much. Yeah, you're praying. I mean, sometimes you, you're praying, but you're going to pray consistently, right? Huh? I know you are. God's moving on people. They're, they're bringing me chicken wings. They're bringing me, uh, man, food. Yeah, Anna's supposed to gain weight, not me. <laughs> she, like, I'm getting good food. Shereen brought this food. Man, every, it's just everybody brought good stuff. It just comes in. Today, we will feast and dine on a steak or two. Right? Say, I'm going paleo. <laughs> what is he talking about? Let's, let's just go through this really fast. And Prayers of the saints. Say prayers of the saints. Now, about that time, Herod the king laid hands on someone who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And then he had James, the brother of John, put to death. Say, Herod did. Say, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, rulers, powers. I messed up the order, but you know we're wrestling with somebody. (laughs) And when he saw it, it pleased the Jews. He produced the arrest of Peter also. And now and during the days of unleavened bread, when he had seized him, he put him into a prison. Say, into a prison. I'm not wishing that everybody go there, but there's the bottom line is listen Some of you guys are being erased because of your compromise. I see God bringing you out Bringing that Christ in you out and I like it And then you go into a compromise and then you start to disappear and I feel you go away and you're erased Say no more compromised. I'm gonna live in that beauty. I'm not getting erased by Satan. I'm not getting erased Christ is bringing me forth Say so he's saying come forth Lazarus in your life And I see you and I feel you and I need that strength from you and then you disappear and I go, oh, there goes the compromise. There goes the mental battle. Say, come back up. Stay up. And then there's other people that you're just doing right. And you, Satan hates you. Doesn't the Bible say that he came to kill, steal, and destroy? And you're doing right. And you're living life. And you're living God. And he hates you so much that he throws you into a prison. Say, it happened to them. could happen to you. But either way, God's with you. Amen? Amen? And he said, and he, said he, he was looking for Peter also. And now it was during the days of unleavened bread when he seized him and he put him in a prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him. Say he was connected to four. The Greek guys will tell you that that's an inner prison. Say an inner prison. That's some deep darkness. Say an inner prison. Four guys in there chained to him. I don't want to chain to him. Chain to, he's chained to the wall. Intending after the Passover to bring him out before people. So Peter was kept in the prison. Say Peter was kept in the prison. But prayer, say but prayer, say but prayer for him was being made fervently by the, by the, by the. On the very night when Herod was about to bring forward, Peter was sleeping between the two soldiers bound with two chains and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. Say, he's pretty protected, huh? Don't you think? And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly, say suddenly. Listen, sometimes you're in this craziness in life, and there comes this kairos moment, this suddenly, God uses all this crazy energy to shoot you forth into his purpose on a further level, amen? And suddenly appeared a light shone in the cell, and he struck Peter's side and woke him up saying, get up quickly, and his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, gird yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow. And he did not know what was being done by the angel. What was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. And when they had passed the first and the second guard, say the first, then passed the second They came to an iron gate that leads into the city, which opened up for them by itself. And they went out and they went alone, along the one street and immediately the angel departed, poof, he's gone from him. And when Peter came to himself, he said, now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel to rescue and rescued me from the hand of Herod. Who was inspiring Herod? I heard one person say the devil, and they just scared me the way they said it. They said the devil. (laughs) Yeah, that's who was inspiring Herod, right? My wife, we're going to pray for her in a minute. She just sent me, still not feeling so great, light fever, back pain, just took a med, ate some broth and crackers. All right, we're praying for her saints in a minute. Amen? Amen? So, So chains come off and people become well. Amen? I don't remember where I was at. Herod, devil, where was I? What verse was I in? Okay, and he came to himself, now I'm sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all the Jewish people. And when, and he, when he realized that he went out of the house of, and when he realized, and when he, and when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary. Say Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark. Where many were gathered, say they were gathered together and were praying. Say they were gathered together. They were praying. Say Mary. She was spearheading it. it looks like she's having prayer in her house. Amen? Praying always for all the saints. Maybe you pray before you eat. Maybe you pray for the saints, whatever you're doing, in your house, right? That's part of the church, right? And when he knocked on the door of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to came answer. and answered. Then she recognized Peter's voice. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy, she did not open the gate. (laughs) Listen, that's what I was telling you about the carnal mind. It was harder for Peter. It was harder for Peter to get in that house than to get out of that prison. (laughs) Is that amazing? When I read that, it was easier. The angel, the people were praying. The angel opened up, said, just come follow me. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling kind of dizzy, like I'm in a vision. Here we go. And he gets out of all those guards. He goes to the house where the people are praying and they're praying, believing, and they go, oh, are you really answering? <laughs> are you really answering? Let me close the door and make sure. Let me go ask Mary. That's the carnal mind. Say the carnal mind. Remember I told you that? Right? And they said to her, "This <laughs> they said to her, it's carnal, more of carnal mind. Peter was standing in front of the gate, and they said to her, you're out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, It is an angel, but Peter continued knocking say he kept knocking And then they opened the door and they saw him and were amazed But motioning to them With his hand "Shh, be silent He described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison and said report these things to James and the brethren And then he left and went to another place now when the day came there was no small disturbance among the soldiers As it would have been done of Peter when Herod Searched for him and had not found him, he examined the guards and ordered that they be led to execution. And then he, he, he uh, went down from Judea to Caesarea and was spending time there. Now, verse 20. He was very angry. Say very angry. Say Satan gets very angry when people are praying. Say Satan gets very angry when the saints are praying. So he got angry with the people in this other country. And I'm going to skip down. And, on the, and he appointed the day Herod put on his royal appearance and took his seat on the, wow, what's the rostrum. On the rostrum and began delivering and addressed to them. And the people kept crying out, the voice of a God and not a man. The voice of a God and not a man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not did not give God the glory and he was eaten by the worms and died. That'll teach you, huh? <laughs> but when the word of the Lord continued, listen. That word spoken, that angel released Peter, and it reduced Herod, right? Out of that, the word of the Lord continued to grow. Say, continue to grow. Herod diminished; the word continued to grow. Your situation diminishes, and the word continues and grows. It grows in you, and it grows in me. Amen. Amen. Herod diminishing. Say, Herod diminishes. Herod diminishes. But the word of God grows in me and then it multiplies in his church and then it goes out into a city and we'll maybe we'll read it another time but say the prayers of the saints avail much stand to your feet james said the effectual fervent prayers of righteous men and women make tremendous power available dynamic in their workings put your hand over your heart say i'm a righteous man i'm a righteous woman my prayers today avail much they make tremendous power available dynamic in their workings so father in the name of jesus we pray as the church today and lord you see your daughter my wife right now and we release strength to her body right now we rebuke fevers and we we release strength We release, we release her from any pain right now and we release healing to her right now in her body even further. God, even further in her body. We believe your word is already at work in Anna. That it begins and it continues. It's a growing word in Anna. It's a multiplying word in Anna. It's a growing and multiplying in her body. Her body is responding to the Word of God, to the authority in the name of Jesus. Her body must, must, must live and not die and tell of the glory of God. And we give you praise for that because we prayed for that. And we thank you that your words are creative. Your words are upholding. Your words are protecting. Your words are keeping. Your words are... Are suspending us until we get to the other side in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. We pray and Lord today I'm praying for this food according to the word of God and the greater covenant that you bless our food And our water and you take sickness from a midst of us in this household Every person, we're praying for Joseph. We're praying for little Joseph Noah. We're praying for Sarah. We're praying for Danielle. And we, we're praying for Josh in the name of Jesus. We're praying for him right now. Touch, heal right now. We curse bacterias. We curse viruses. And we release wellness, wholeness, that you wish above all that we prosper and have unusual success and be in health in the name of Jesus. Everybody said Amen. Give him praise. Give him praise. eh?